welcome to the Parenting from the Heart podcast with me, Laura Linklater, the podcast for thoughtful, conscious-minded parents who want to unlock the dream parent inside of them and show up for themselves and for their children from a place of love and joy. A quick note, this podcast used to be called the Parenting from the Heart podcast, so any recordings before August 2021 start with welcome to the parenting from the heart podcast you are in the right place it's just that it's now changed its name to the cycle breaker parents unite podcast enjoy hello and welcome I'm just going to share it sideways to the parenting from the heart podcast today I have the wonderful Aoife Griffin. In fact, you can see our name. So this is going to be recorded for the podcast and also for uh, my YouTube channel so that you can watch us or you can listen to us, whatever you prefer. So Aoife, hello. So lovely to be here. And you're currently, you're in Dublin, aren't you? I am in Dublin, yes. In a less than sunny Dublin this morning, but yes, that's where I am. (laughs) Very here. So this is Vietnam and Dublin on the line. So it, I, well, I'm really, really excited to have Aoife on because, well, one, she's wonderful, but also uh, I work with Aoife. I do uh, quantum flow with her every week. So feel free to message me about that. And, uh, and so I see her every week and she's just very, very awesome. And I have also seen her because she is a healer. So to introduce her, Aoife is a healer. She is an author. She's a mom of four and she is a cycle breaker parent in her own right. And she's just an all round awesome human being. And if you do come and join me on The Turning Point, which is my program where I support cycle breaker parents with healing plus skills equals the parent that you really want to be, you will meet Aoife because Aoife will do a guest slot. She's going to work one to one with each client for a special session. And also, uh, Aoife, are you going to do the bonus, if anybody wants to, the optional bonus, which is a womb healing workshop, which is ridiculously powerful. So it's really interesting for, you know, people listening to the podcast. I trust Aoife and I love Aoife. So it's really great for you to get to know her and she knows so much. And also, you, you know, you get to kind of try her out, get to know her a bit, and then you, you learn more about how it works when you're you know when you're working with with me and with us so we're doing a whole series I mean we just have so much to talk about so we're doing a whole series but we want to start today this is you know number one and basically when we're thinking about what is the root of what both of us do and help people with it's trauma Mm -hmm. and a lot of people say it's really interesting because you've had it from people go to Aoife for all kinds of things which she's going to talk about in a minute but a lot of people say uh, oh you know I don't I don't have trauma you know uh, I guess I'm not really a cycle breaker parent because I actually had a really nice upbringing and my mom loved me and my dad loved me or you know my stepdad whatever your family looked like and so I can't have trauma and we were talking about that earlier that people have this view of trauma equals something in a Marvel comic that would turn you into Spider-Man or something doesn't it your origin story has to be horrific like Batman you know if your parents were dead on the street you know did you really have trauma yes yes and uh yeah we were talking about stories that so obviously you know if you grew up in a really chaotic household 
it's sensible and and these these kind of people it's it's obvious trauma we you know an, an easy way of thinking about it it's not necessarily that accurate is you know trauma with a capital t you know i know if i if i grew up with an alcoholic parent if i was beaten that kind of thing yes that's kind of obvious in which case we well, you know you can move forward with with therapy or coaching or whatever you want to do but also we were just talking before before we came on that you know me as the baby of five so i'm the youngest of five children and we had two moms five five kids it was a blended family two moms five kids two dogs two cats and at one point we actually had sheep living <laughs> in urban leicester city you know it was crazy and we weren't hurt you know and if you have a household with a mom and a dad and they have you know an affluent household this child can be listened to and in our household there was just too much going on and that's okay you know does that mean you weren't loved no you can still be loved but also you can still have that gap that wound that we could call it even referred to as the the lowercase t trauma and you're allowed to heal from that because if your children aren't listening to you in later life, you know, when you, you know, you've gone through your adulthood and, you know, your early adulthood and you've got your kids and then they're not listening to you and you find that fills you with rage, maybe, maybe there's something in there. And do you have a right to heal? Even if you didn't have a Batman origin story, <laughs> even if it's as simple as I have lots of siblings and I love them, but I was never heard. You're allowed to heal. Yeah. So would you like to share some of your experience about you know, trauma being stored in the body? Because this is a lot of what Aoife works with and Aoife has actually supported me with this, which is why I want her on board. I'm so happy she agreed. This is why I want her on board with uh, the turning points. This is why she's going to work with, uh, well, our clients. Well, there you go. But that, that's the whole thing about trauma. And I suppose, like what you said, I would have had, you know, a lovely childhood where you know I was the eldest of three and you know on on paper everything looks all shiny and lovely but again when you start to go through the healing process you realize that actually do you know what your voice wasn't validated I was told to not be myself in certain circumstances because like that I didn't know at the time but I was incredibly empathetic and I used to feel other now it's your superpower <laughs> that's what makes you so special and I could literally feel my mom's pain and my sister's pain. And when I did hypnosis as part of, you know, when you're, you're like, I'm a hypnotherapist. And when you're going through that, you do it, you get to receive an awful lot of healing and therapy and work through all your own shit before you go to work with others. Um, and one of the things that came up for me. Thanks, Eva. Uh, that's an explicit warning on the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 go for it. Because this is, this is real life. And it's, you know, people need to meet both of us. Either because, you know, they're just listening to the podcast and it's great. But, you know, you don't have to be, this is another lesson, you don't have to be super serious. Like, healing isn't it scary. It can be fun. Like, we laugh all the time. Like, yesterday, I did a session with Aoife yesterday. Uh, and, like, th there was laughter and there was crying and there was swearing and there was giggling. And there were, you know, as close as you can get to air hugs across 6,000 miles. And actually, trauma trauma healing can be joyful as well can it because you Sorry. do see and this is the thing and i know we're kind of going around in circles a little bit but when we have trauma in our bodies right a lot of it makes you feel really heavy okay yes. so a lot of the clients who come to me feel like they have a weight and like what i said to you yesterday was when we go in so i the way we kind of look at the body um i i'm a holistic healer 
So I think when we are holding trauma or anything that's happened in our bodies, we hold it in our mind. We hold it in our bodies. We hold it in our nervous system. We hold it in our energy field. And again, that might be a bit too woo-hoo for some of you. And that's okay. I'm not for everybody. But a, a year ago, honestly, a year ago, it was too woo for me. Two years and ago. Really and now I just healed, I healed a, a wound, a psychological wound that was held in my rib when you asked me yesterday. And it was... And that's the thing, you don't know until you go in. And I turned around to you and I thought, and I say this to everybody, I want you, when we get onto that hypnosis state and we get nice and relaxed, I go to you and I say to you, I want you to find where in your body you're storing your trauma or where you're storing that emotion. And it's Yeah, and if people don't like the word trauma, you don't use it. <laughs> no, and it's then, again, it's, it's that feeling, that wound, that thing. <laughs> and it's really funny because um you don't know where it's held until you go in and we did this little body scan thing and for some people it's really obvious it's like oh it's going to be my heart and then they go in um that was what i thought going in i thought it would be either in my brain in my head and i would be aware of it or it would be in my heart and that's it because you think you know everything (laughs) a lot of us hold things in our stomachs because we're like I feel nauseous or I feel this and a lot of like your your stomach is usually the seat of your emotion but when you go in and you're actually holding trauma it's stored in different kind of less obvious places and like you just said it was in your rib I've had people who say it's in their feet their thumb their backs their necks you know their jaw I had another woman who was like it's in my nose how how could it be in my nose and I'm like well that's where it is so if there's no right or wrong it just is don't overthink it let's see what comes up and then the other element of it is, and this is really kind of a little bit more out there for some people, but when you actually talk, like you can actually talk to your body. And that's something that we aren't taught as children, but mm-hmm. we actually have so much more power to communicate with our bodies and our systems than we think. Do you know, it's so interesting you-, you said that because Becky Shuttleworth, who was on the podcast a while ago, who I also collaborate with a lot, she's a child mental health mentor and she's a yoga instructor. You know, she lives, she lives and breathes the yogic lifestyle and she supports children to tune into their bodies. And and they and these are the children who, you know, are coming home from school and the parents tend to get in touch with, with Becky because they're saying, you know, they're always saying they're feeling sick at school but they're not actually poorly and we know they're not. And it's like, yes, this is a physical manifestation of anxiety. This is stress. And actually we know, and I'm doing it now. I know for the people on the podcast, you can't see it, but my shoulders have gone up because I'm talking about it. And this is the lived experience of it. And it is what it is. We know that our bodies tense up. And actually it- and that's what trauma know. is. And that's the thing that we know with the capital T, small T thing. Trauma is literally anything that makes your body brace on impact. So anything that makes you go, <sighs> That's yeah. trauma for your body. That's literally your nervous system reacting, going, oh my God, how do I respond? That's your fight, flight, freeze, fawn response. That's your survival instinct going. Is that even when you jump in a cold swimming pool? It's a, it's a micro yeah, problem. Yeah. yeah, it is. And that's the thing. Everything isn't a massive thing. It can be those little things where I see it with a lot of clients who come to me about weight issues is, you know, they were always told you can't leave the the table without without finishing your plate you know think this the starving children you know you have to and they're and they're taught not to listen to their bodies they're taught not to go i'm full like toilet training when people say training 
but but if you take the other approach is learn how to listen to your body actually they tend to be they tend to be the children who maybe train you know maybe learn about the toilet later but it sticks because they've learned how to listen to their body not train because they're not dogs and you actually can train humans like that yes but at what cost and cycle breaker parents don't want to do that because it's harder we are thought and I don't know about you but when I was going through my healing journey and all my issues and we'll talk about that another time I literally felt like there was a bar that went my head is up here and my body's down here and there was something a complete separation of the two and I literally had to learn how to get out of my head and into my body because we were at war and it's interesting because in our society now and and I, I know it's really easy to say we were talking about how you know it's not just as cycle breaker parents it's not just oh my parents didn't do this or all oh, my parents did do this sometimes it's it's something in your environment or it's I talked about how when I, I was bullied for a while at school when I was a kid and I had gone to my teacher and I'd said you know this child's bullying me and you know I'd had a cry about it at break time and then they'd moved this teacher had moved the class around you know as you do each term and I was a class teacher very different class teacher to this one that I had and uh, and they put me next to him and I, and I do know because in my teacher training they say you know if you have a, a a child who was bouncing all over the place maybe put them next to somebody who was calmer so they can have that example and I didn't do that because I know what it was like to be that person who was lumped next to that person and it was horrible and it is her and again that's another form of trauma and that is what it was because every day and I remember feeling sick I had the Sunday night blues when I was like nine years old and eventually it came to a confrontation which my nine-year-old self didn't deal with as well as she probably could have if she'd had skills but you know he never bothered me again I'll give it that much but it didn't need to yeah but it didn't need to come to that but this is where you know my trauma response was nobody's coming this is the lack of the empathetic other. How horrific is it that at nine years old, you're saying, A, your voice isn't heard. And Nobody B, believes me. You've spoken, to a pair, you've spoken to an adult, which again is traumatic for a child to have to brace themselves and be honest and go, this is happening to me. Please and he was help. bigger than me. And scared, yeah. They did the opposite. And they re-traumatized you by putting you sitting beside them until a point where your body literally went, Instead of, I, I've, I've tried freezing, oh, I've tried calling, I've tried asking for help. And these are my natural responses because I'm a very quiet, I'm actually quite introverted person. And in the end, yeah, I'm just going to tell you, it was it was old school, you know, the desks, the wooden desks. Yeah. Yeah, I nearly broke his arm. I, I mean, I, I'm not particularly proud of it, but it's just, it's just no. that sign of, you're right, I've gone through fawn, I've gone through freeze, I've gone through flight and I couldn't get away because they then put me next to him. And in the end... I had to fight back. Yeah, and that could have been so different. And that's the problem that if we aren't supporting kids or adults or parents or each other, like I want you to think about it for a minute. Like in your body at that time, there was a physical response. And that's the thing about trauma. This is why we say we hold it in our bodies and our nervous system as well. There is physical signs that you may not be listening to. And I just say to my own clients, your body is always talking to you. It starts off with a whisper. So it starts off with that little niggle, that, you know, that little knot in your stomach. Yeah, that little, bit of that little headache, that little kind of, oh, you know, when you kind of feel pins and needles-y, you know, that sort of- it, It's ick, it's that ick feeling. And that ick is your intuition, isn't it? That's the communication. And then it grows to kind of anger or withdrawal 
or when your kids get quiet or like we talked about people going mute you know where you don't actually speak where you're having panic attacks where you know you you can't sleep and that's the roar isn't it that's that's when it's like listen to me and it gets louder and louder and louder and louder and in my case it went from feeling nauseous and feeling anxious to ending up with a full-blown heart condition because I didn't listen to the whisper and that's the problem and this is why if we can cycle break and get people to start listening to their bodies and their gut instinct because we are like you say the, the little things and it's crazy because as parents we don't mean harm when we say come on one more bite come on more let's just try and well, wait, wait. this is fear isn't it yeah. it's our fear and our love for our children like please eat because i know you haven't eaten enough protein today because we just want the best for them and also that's what we know because that's what our parents have said and there is an element of that you know it's not necessarily down to our individual relationship with our parents that is the biggest reason to be honest and i know we talked about other there are other things it doesn't have to be but most of it is the parenting style that we experience that's it that's just how it was done in the 70s 80s 90s we our, our parents didn't know how to support us through our feelings and they were never supported through their feelings so they pass it down through the intergenerational line of like oh come on it's not that bad is it yeah i did a, an interview with a, a, a pet that label the whole thing of you know the oh you're all the, the sensitive one the hysterical one oh don't listen there she goes again you know yeah and that i was flouncing off again bad. yeah and then you start living up to that label um, or fighting um, against it yes and yeah like then that. you have that choice of like live up to it and acquiesce and just not be true to yourself and you will never be true to yourself until you heal that or or fight and then that is that breaks the connection with the families isn't it this is where people draw away from their family spend all their time at friends houses or you know move out a very young as soon as they can yeah and like yeah. that they take on certain roles in the family to try and get that attention and that love like they become the carer the rebel, the brilliant one, you know, the quiet one. Like you take on these roles. Oh, the mummy's helper. Yeah. Yeah. And and then that becomes your identity just to feel loved and to feel included and to be part of it. But then that's not healthy either. You know. It's a coping mechanism and it's a sensible one at that age where you have no power. Yes. And this and is I suppose about us empowering parents so that they can empower their kids and then we we have this lovely generation of the next people who go. Yes. And this is where we have the healing plus the skills. You know, you, you will need, you, we need to heal ourselves from these wounds and unpeel. You know, we need to unpeel these layers of crap. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> layers of shit. Let's just be honest here. And we don't know how much. And it, and this is part of the problem that I think so much of us don't know because we are, we'll turn around and we say, right, we don't have trauma in our lives. We didn't get raped as a kid. That's what I get from a lot of women is I was never raped. So how could I possibly have, have trauma in my will? Or, or I have, have I was never beaten. I was never beaten. So therefore, Th- therefore my parents did good because they did love me. And yes, they did. Yes. And, and yes, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, also there is another point you say, just because you didn't have horrific things in your background and yes, other people have had it worse, if we can mm-hmm. call it that, it doesn't mean that your pain is negated. Your wound may be smaller than somebody else. If you think of it in a hospital, if you have somebody with, with you know, a gaping wound, like yes, in triage, they are gonna go straight through to surgery and that is right. But if you have, you know, a, a slow burning infection, you do deserve healing too. And it is the same for emotional and, you know, the, the spiritual side. 
yeah, somebody who's had a horrific background, you know, who has had like, a, you know, a Batman style upbringing or whatever. Yes, they do deserve care. And yes, of course, you know, people who are growing up in war zones, of course they deserve access to trauma support. And so do you, no matter what it is. So do you, if you have something that's stopping you showing up as the parent you wanna be, and you know that you have layers of artifice shit <laughs> on top of your real self, you know, that sparkly golden, you know, you talk about the sparkly golden core of who we are. If you have layers that other people have given you or that you have wrapped around your true self because your true self wasn't safe, you deserve to heal. Mm -hmm. And it's fun, and it's okay to say that. It's okay to turn around and go, do you know what? I didn't have massive trauma. I was really lucky. However, I yeah. do have, I am triggered whenever my husband or my partner says X, when my kids do Y, when the mom at the school say, gate says this, this, and this, when I look at this on TV, when I hear this, and that's okay. The first step is noticing that you are triggered and being able to yeah, step back. There could be something here. There's not yeah. something obvious. That's and getting curious, like, isn't it? Yeah, there's being it, curious. obvious. You literally, and this is how we start every flow class is I want you to observe your body without judgment or criticism. Because once you start to go get aware of your body and come in, and even if just for today, if all you do after listening to this podcast today is that you go away at the end and you take 30 seconds, set a timer on your phone for 30 seconds and just check in with your body. And literally just close your eyes and go, how am I actually feeling in my body right now? And just get sense of awareness and no judgment. Don't go, oh my God, this is this or this is that. And don't look in the mirror and go, oh my God, I hate this or this. This isn't about that. This is literally about going, actually, do you know what? I do have a little bit of an ache here that isn't an obvious one. I do have, my body does respond in this way every time this happens. And just start becoming aware. Okay, that's just your first step with kind of acknowledging, okay, maybe there is a little bit of trauma here. Maybe I am holding on to something. Yeah, and if you're not ready to call it trauma, just, just call it what it is. It's a block. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a stoppage. Uh, and if it, I would say like, we're, we, we're going to do a different podcast on this, which is called The Lesson of the Low. I've got a title for it. I tend to get people who ring or message me and they're like, I lost my shit today and it was scary. It was scary for the children and it was scary for me and I knew it was coming and I finally tipped over the edge. I need some support. And I always say, congratulations, you, you got it. You know, yeah, we, yeah, wouldn't it be nice if we could listen to the whisper? And this is our, this is like our raison d'etre, isn't it? It's like, listen to the whisper, listen to the whisper, heal when it's a whisper. And unfortunately, and in our cases, we what are living proof, we didn't listen to the whisper. <laughs> and this is why we're trying to teach others, don't end up like yeah. us. Don't end up sitting in a, in, a, in a hospital like I did, across a table from somebody going, yeah, your heart is failing, is failing and you have three months to live. And that was stress and trauma. That was nothing. I didn't have anything major. I didn't have anything horrific. I didn't have anything that you could turn around and go, well, that's where that began. But I had accumulation of layers and layers and layers and layers and layers where I neglected and abandoned myself because that was what I was taught to do. And now when you clear it all and you're just like, yeah, I actually oh, really love you. 
Yeah. And I really love who I am. And I love the mum that I am now. And I love the person I am now. And I love the work I do now. And you and are spreading light now because you are able to, because you have allowed yourself to by healing. Yes. Yeah. And skills. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's, it is the combination because, like that, like you, I went off and I learned as much as I could. And I did as much as I could to help other people so that they don't end up like I did. That's my mission is that no other mom ever ends up like I did. Or mm. no other woman. You don't have to be a mom to work with me. But well, and um, you know, I work with dads as well. It's it's Oh yeah, I work with mm. women and children. Um, but it is that whole thing of we are thought to abandon ourselves. And yeah, so and, and that is mainstream culture. Even now, mainstream culture is abandon yourself, fit in. Yeah. And it's not, it's not healthy for us and it's not healthy for our children. No, and I think that the way to get rid of trauma and to heal trauma, and like what we were saying, it, is, it, is, it doesn't have to be anything scary or horrific. It can be fun. Um, but it's acknowledging the fact that it's okay to heal and you, it's okay to want more. And that doesn't mean that you're not happy with the life that you have or the kids you have or the husband yes, you have. Yes, and it doesn't mean that you don't love your parents. No, it doesn't. But it means that you're ready to love you. Yeah. And you're ready yeah. to turn around. Well, I want to be better for myself first and for my family. Because when you heal your wound, there is a ripple effect. Yes. So when you start to feel better, it ripples through your relationship with your husband, your relationship with your kids, yes. how you should work, how you have that relationship with your parents that you always thought was brilliant. But when you actually heal your own stuff, then you can go, you turn up to them. The real relationship. really expands the beauty in all areas of your life. And it's really powerful. Yeah. And this is why, and this is the interesting thing, and it's why in my parenting practice, I talk about the healing and the skills because people people just want the skills. They're like, how do I get them to put their shoes on? And I get it. I, I have three kids under seven. Aoife is a mom of four. How's our older now? You're, they're all teens now, aren't they? Or are they? Well, 16 to seven is my range. Six and seven. Oh, that's a good range. And <laughs> but when you know they were all they were all very young at some point, and at some point you were trying to get out of the house. And my kids are going to school, but I know that yours yours do. And you had to get to school on time. <laughs> well, we, had, we had school refusal. My eldest has special needs. My eldest has autism and ADHD. He had epilepsy. He has sensory needs. He has a whole host of stuff. So <laughs> like I do guess. Ethan's really good about that, by the way. I will share links in the show notes. <laughs> It's amazing. Um, so I do get, I do get how hard it is for parents. Yeah, so we want skills, but no, not even but. And the healing and that ripple effect, it almost negates the need for skills. I mean, I use skills now, and I know either you use, you know, practical skills. And I shared one today. Uh, today's the 30th of June when we're recording this I shared one today and it was about what to do when your children are fighting you know one of your kids basically beating up the other one and that's I, a common I, request and so yeah there is a place for skills there's a place for what do I do when this happens what steps do I go through and the healing in ourselves is what ripples out and it makes it less likely because we completely change the energy and the dynamic in our household when we are calmer and when we are not triggered because the buttons aren't blaring anymore we are able to be okay my child is communicating me through behave with me through their behavior what do they need how can I support them 
And that's completely different to, you know, your body and your mind is trying to avoid harm. And that's why we shout. That's why we push people away. That's why we shut down. And when you heal, so you take that out. I mean, of course, if you'll attest, this is a lifelong, you know, the healing is. Oh, God, yeah, we go on journey because there's always things that trigger us. Or our kids trigger us, you know, as we get older, we're like, oh, my God, why? Um, like I said, <laughs> this week, I supposed to be taking my kids away for three days and they rejected me to stay at home and do their own. I'm like, oh, my God, there's trauma right there. You're in children <laughs> and they don't want to spend time with you anymore. Um, I'm joking. We, we have other holidays booked. It was just, <laughs> my kids do love me, I swear. Um, so you, you, th you think and you think like, oh, yes, I feel healed this area. And yes, you have. Or, you know, maybe you have now and then it pops up in three weeks time, you know, or or even a year's time. You're like, oh, no, that hurt. I thought I dealt with that. And that's yeah. The thing and then you go is. back and you have the skills to deal with it. So yeah. when we talk about skills, it's not just how do I get my kids to do this? How do I get them to eat their greens? How do I get them to go to bed on time? Yeah, that is part of it. And yes, there are things you can do, but it's skills to support yourself so that when it pops up, we're curious. We don't blame. And we just go, oh, but you can really? remember if you're being triggered and you're having this emotional response you can't remember the skills because in your head you're going i know i saw that thing from laura i know she did this i know she talked to the love of god i cannot remember what the it is and because and your head isn't responding your body is responding it goes into that fight or flight it goes into those natural responses and you go ah where when you come to a place you're healed your mind is just like oh yeah hold on a minute there just give me 30 seconds and uh, the things come back to you because you're like okay i remember that issue. wow Oh, on the point. yeah on the yeah, turning point program i teach people there's always a half second delay between vietnam when it's a long call by the way uh sorry about that yeah that one of those skills that we teach yes it's how to get the you know the kids to do stuff and how to get them not to do things like biting and things and like we said that that's part of a holistic approach to the family life isn't it but it it's also you know what to do in the moment where you know now because you know you've done a bit of healing you know oh i'm being triggered what do i do so we talk about that in there's a whole chapter in my book when i did the parenting courses because evan has special needs you have to go in all these parenting courses and there's a chapter in it called you know press the pause button and i literally say i couldn't find a remote never mind press pause because i hadn't done the healing i was so overwhelmed and i was mm -hmm. like i have I have this child with special needs. I have other kids. I had, you know, issues with my mind. I had my, I had so much going on. It just seemed like the most bonkers thing to say. Just go, you just need to press pause in a moment. And I'm like, fuck right off. I don't have a moment. I have a child who's eating another child here in front of me. I have somebody who smeared poo on me. Like for the love of God, how do I do? And they're going, you just need to press pause oh, and I was like come to my house and show me yeah. how to do but this. you know and, and this is this is why just the skills based approach this is why people say you know I've read every book I've listened to every podcast it's not working because yeah, there's more but yeah and I love my kids so much yes you do but the healing comes at the same time tandem with the skills and that is how you, and it's not just about being the parent you want to be is it Aoife? it's about being the person you want to be living your real life for yourself it's the whole thing as your children yeah it's that holistic thing that you know you're not just a mum and that's why when I talk to like my clients I say what are you when you take away your label you know the mum the wife the partner how many people in your if oh. you looked at your phone how many people in your phone are just Mary's mum Jack's mum you know you just become this mum and you forget who you are and there was you, definitely a point in 2019 I think it was that I, I talk about this as well and in, uh, in 
I've done a blog post on it as well on the website that there was a point in 2019 where I, I just stopped functioning for about three days and things that precipitated that was the idea of where I realized that unless I made changes the next 20 years was going to be the same and I also realized at the same time that if you struck if you took away it, teacher mom wife daughter if you took away all of that I was like I don't know I don't know I don't know and my body just stopped working for like three days and I this is the lesson of the low so it leads us into the next podcast I think we're going to do <laughs> the lesson of the low and how we listen to the whisper before it becomes the roar because you can't hide from it it will get you <laughs> it will, it will, there is no escape and that's the thing whether it's big cheese yeah. or little cheese it gets you so yeah and you you can choose to ignore it but it you know it's isn't it just nicer just to to invest the time and yeah you know sometimes we talk about this too like it does cost money like you do have to 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 pay you know and ideally you know in I mean there's no NHS here because I'm I'm in Vietnam where it's all private healthcare and things which is a strange strange way to be Viva the NHS by the way save it save it <laughs> you know but wouldn't it be nice if well nice isn't even a good enough word but a pointless word wonderful healing beautiful humanity if people could access healing and holistic healing where you actually go and that's the thing I suppose we go to the root cause without we traumatize you I suppose that's the highlight of one of the things I would like to get across you don't have to relive the trauma to heal the trauma and I'm really, yeah, we, are, really we do a whole we are going to do a whole series on that because people are often worried and I will admit that I mean I did a session with Eva yesterday and I you can tell you can tell how we talk to each other like I trust you I've known you for so long and I oh I love you so much one day we will meet and I guarantee you I will cry in the street in Dublin guaranteed (laughs) and and yet still I was really aware of when we started the session I had like a fluff of anxiety yeah and that's normal that is normal and natural because you're doing something different and something strange and you know it is a bit a bit intimidating what I'm going to do with you in some ways I'm like it's grand we're just gonna do it and let's just see how it feels and I like I will tell you like oh yeah there's hypnosis there's energy work there's this this and this but it doesn't you don't know what that is until you actually feel it yeah so um so we're yeah we are doing a whole a whole episode on that we're going to do a whole episode on hypnosis and and other work and how it's safe because it makes sense to me absolutely makes sense to me that some people are like I don't want to go forward because I'm worried that it's going to be more scary it's going to re-traumatize me I don't want to relive these experiences and and actually you don't have to so I think we're going into the other podcast so I'm going to stop as they <laughs> so we could talk forever. we could talk so yeah I think the takeaways from today are we all have trauma we all have it and it, it's a scary word and in some ways it's become sensationalized by the media hasn't it like it yes you know, we've been joking about the you know the spidey senses and the oh it's got to be horrific but a, a lot of people believe that and it's not true trauma is just something they think of it as a blockage and yes it can be capital t and yes it can be lower t case t and you have a right to heal and when yes. you do the ripple effect is profound through you through your family through your relationship with your partner if you have one and just through the world and it's beautiful so thank you very very much for your time Aoife and we will have you one again soon bye see you soon bye everybody
if you've enjoyed this episode, please do make sure that you subscribe so that you get future episodes delivered to you. And I would love it if you were able to leave a review because these things really do matter. If you'd like to know more, I am going to extend a really warm invite to you to join us over on Facebook in the Cycle Breaker Parents Unite group. The links are all in the show notes and you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook.